I want to talk about the unspoken transactions and dynamics in a relationship around trying to vie for power in a relationship where you may be subtly or more overtly um, showing up in particular ways to manipulate the outcomes. And just to give an example of this, what, what I'm talking about and what I mean is where you'll have um, in a relationship one person who will, for example, use whatever strength they have, whether that's their, you know, their money, for example, they'll say, you know, I pay for everything, I handle everything, I take care of everything, and yet, you know, my, my spouse is not doing one, two, three. Um, and it's something that comes up, you know, they're just, they're stating it like a fact and they're, this is a complaint and they're, they're coming to address, you know, the issues that they're facing in their relationship. But in the statement, when I'm listening to it, I can hear, I can hear that there, there's this unspoken assumption that because you pay for everything, they should give you what you want. Another example of that is where you'll have someone say, you know, I gave up everything. I sacrificed, you know, this and that. I, you know, gave up on my dreams and my uh, ambitions and I left my family and I, and they will list all of these things that they have given for the relationship. And the end of the statement is, and then you did one, two, three. And again, it's it's that transaction. I have committed to giving up this and that and the other, abandoning myself, letting go of my priorities, making you the center of my universe, and then you had the audacity to do the thing that I didn't want you to do. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be held accountable. I'm not saying that we can't have conversations about sacrifices and we can't have conversations about what we put into the relationship pot in terms of us showing commitment and investing in the relationship. But what I'm saying is it's dangerous for there to be an automatic expectation that because I am putting something in, the other person must reciprocate. And how I know that that's happening is my response to when they don't. So when they don't respond the way I expected them to or wanted them to or assumed that they would when they saw me putting this much into it, then now we have an issue. And it's important because maybe a lot of times I think to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, we may not be conscious. We may not be aware that this is what we're doing. So to just build that awareness so that in the future we start to become aware of when we're overextending ourselves, when we're bending over backwards and asking questions, you know, why am I going above and beyond when I end up feeling resentful and I don't feel like this particular aspect of what I'm doing is appreciated or seen or something that that person actually even values? Why am I getting upset when I'm not getting this particular response from them? And to ask questions because this this transactional side of things usually comes up when there's conflict, when there's a fight, when there's an argument, after you didn't get the response you want. Now we have an issue and we're talking about everything you put in and what you didn't get out. I think that people should reciprocate. I think that both 
partners in a relationship or in a friendship or two people who are close to each other who care about each other should both pour into the relationship and invest in it. But I think it's very, very important that we're clear about our intentions and that we give because we want to give and we give from a place of love. I, I give love because it's what pours out of me because I don't have anything else to offer because it's just my instinct to do that. I'm just doing this because it's how I am. I'm not doing it because if I don't do it, I'm afraid you'll leave. If I don't do it, I'm afraid you'll stop being my friend. If I don't do it, I'm afraid you'll be upset with me or I'll feel guilty or you'll be hurt. You have to question the root intent behind the giving because I think that that really helps in the way of avoiding feeling resentful later on if things don't play out the way that you hope that they would. And a final point on this is when it comes to, you know, being what people call a doormat, being someone who just is bending over backwards all the time, giving to everyone, doesn't have needs, doesn't ever have preferences or talk about what they want or ask for any help. The person who is constantly giving, the martyr, and in in a lot of cultures, and some present the Islamic perspective in this way, this is something that is given to women, that, uh, you know, the sacrificial, you know, ever giving, never ending, you know, the mother who will die for, you know, this type of language and this type of imagery of the person who just would destroy themselves for others and showing that that like equating that with virtue. I think that's really dangerous because it's just superhuman. It's superhuman. What are you going to have left to give if you're doing that, if you're burning yourself out for everyone around you, what are you going to have left? It's it's going to break you at some point. And also more than that, you know, from your perspective, how do you feel about people who just take abuse and don't demand respect from others in the way that they show up or conduct themselves and, and just allow themselves to be used and abused? No one loves you for being a doormat. And the people who do love you for being a doormat are people who are manipulative and abusive and emotionally unhealthy. Someone who has a secure presentation, someone who's emotionally balanced, who's working on themselves, should find it uncomfortable that you bend over backwards for them or overextend yourself. They, they shouldn't want to capitalize on or profit off of you not having boundaries or you not showing up for yourself. It's, it's not a praiseworthy thing. It's not a good thing. So to tell yourself that being a doormat is something that you can equate with, you know, getting people's love or approval, it's just a false equation. It's just, it doesn't make sense. There are people who may, that may be their dynamic with you, but it's not a healthy one. And I think that you should consider looking into where you can set boundaries so that you don't find yourself in that resentful, hurt um, let down, neglected position after giving so much to the people around you and feeling like no one ever gives that much back to you. No one ever considers you the way you consider them. They don't anticipate your needs the way you always anticipate everyone else's needs. No one thinks about what it's like to be in your shoes and be taking care of everyone all the time. And you, by constantly showing up for them, you're not giving them the opportunity to even do that. You're not giving them the opportunity to do that because you're constantly stepping in first. You're constantly always giving more. 
something that I think is really helpful when I talk to clients about this, especially around friendships, is for you to actually just withdraw, just kind of reel it in a little bit and and watch what happens. See how people are about you changing the dynamic. If you reel it in and stop always being the one who reaches out, always being the one who's initiating contact or communication or whatever it is in whatever area where you feel like you're doing too much, do a little less. Give people the opportunity to show you that they care, to show you that you matter to them. And it'll become very, very clear to you, the people who do value you in that way and who are there for you and who do believe in pouring into the relationship that you have together versus the people who don't. Versus the people who are only there to benefit from what you have to give. And once you stop giving, the relationship is over because it was never a two-way deal in the first place. So I wanted to uh, share that with you guys. And, you know, it, it, it hurts my heart and it upsets me to see people in pain, generally speaking. And especially where it's something that's avoidable and something that we ourselves have a hand in. I have a hand in allowing certain behavior. I have a hand in letting people, you know, treat me this way. So if there's something that I can do differently to change that in the future, then I think it's definitely worth considering and worth looking at. That's all I wanted to share. And as usual, um, Jazakum Allah for listening. And I look forward to sharing more. Yalla, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.